<laughs> Hi, this is Monstropolis, a show about anomalies, legends, and monsters. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Seth Breland. I'm joined as always by my pal, Mark Maskey. Hello. Joined as always by our friend, Heather Mosier. Hi. Had to get through this as quickly as possible. The showrunner wants <laughs> to get right into the meat of the show this week. The stuff that's going to bring in the big bucks. Everybody getting killed by Bigfoot. <laughs> Case after case. Case after case, filling the history books. Yes, uncensored. Teddy Roosevelt, killed by a Bigfoot. <laughs> George Washington, also killed by a Bigfoot. <laughs> yep, that's all I got. Those are the only two historical figures I'm aware of. <laughs> oh, boy. Ted Roosevelt, George Washington. Benjamin Franklin. I was going to say Ben Franklin. Was a Bigfoot. Yeah. Oh, Franklin. Shaved his head. Oh, Discovered electricity, and, then and then he got decapitated by another Bigfoot. <laughs> right. It's crazy. Hmm. Mm. It is yeah. an industry, you know. It's it's good. It's reliable. Um. On this week's show, we are going to discuss top tops, top of the pops, top of the pops. <laughs> I don't know what that means. The best, the, the biggest best stuff. hits of twenty twenty one. Are we? Is this the Bigfoot one? Well, ah. <laughs> Shot? Shot right on the nose. Right on the nose. Okay. <laughs> Is there a spark? Did, did you see a spark? No. Uh, <laughs> which one? We're just doing a. We're just doing best a, of 2021. Top of everything. Oh. <laughs> I knew that. I didn't. I definitely didn't make a note about the best Bigfoot evidence of the year. Well, yeah, that's, I said evidence, but like... Okay, we're only recording one episode this week? Your dad's got to drive down again next week. This was not thought out. Okay. Like we normally... Okay, so before we get into the meat and potatoes mashed of this week's show, I would like to address the fact that that there is some big news. Oh. What's that? The hottest new episode of the Bigfoot Project dropped. Oh. Let, earlier this week. On Sunday. On this Sunday? Week, okay. For free. Quickly became our, apparently like the biggest single episode of something we've ever released as far as like the opening day. 50,000 views Two, four hours, 24 hours. Um, so you guys are loving it. You're liking it. There's definitely no negative comments in the comments Never. section calling me a clickbaiter or a hoaxer. I saw a number of, which is an interesting accusation to make given that really like we debunk everything in this episode. So, <clears throat> but nonetheless, yeah. I have been accused of hoaxing. Of hoaxing. Um, but that episode's out. I suggest everyone go watch it. Uh, that's the only... Oh, Kickstarter is launching like three weeks. February 3rd. Uh, February 3rd. You can, If you like listening to Mark, Heather, myself talk, you can watch us on the live launch party taking place right at the same time that the Kickstarter goes live. Mm -hmm. And let's hope I don't get COVID this year just in time for the launch. <laughs> yeah. That's what happened last year. Uh, okay, let's talk about the top of the pops. <laughs> Why are you treating this like it's a new idea? Have you ever, have you ever reviewed episodes before? Like before my time? I haven't. I, I, I'm just along for the ride. Seth, what was your favorite moment, STM moment from 2021? Go. Oh, my God. Oh. I'm so happy you asked. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a Bigfoot on a shoot. Does that count? Yes. As a STM moment? I yeah, it was probably uh, I was on a gator, and I saw a Bigfoot jogging, just jogging along. Did you a say jogging? Soft J, mm -mm. jogging yeah. along a ridge line. It's Nordic. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so that's probably the most. Well, that's the most memorable thing that happened. Yeah, I don't know if it was my favorite. Man, I gotta say, there's two trips this year that really stand. Three moments though that stand out that involve. Me and let's boy, it. let's this hear is it. Like, yeah, this is the stuff <laughs> that everyone tunes in for. Um, 
I mean, Mark and I always try to pull out stories of you. Yeah. No. It's it's like pulling it, teeth, it, really. It is. But we do what we can. Let, let me let me bring it back around to me. <laughs> uh, we were uh, the first was the uh, Atchafalaya Swamp Boat Ride. I took in Louisiana right at sunset. That sounds like it'd be great. Beautiful sun setting. You weren't there. I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, the sun was setting. We were in a boat and um, it was a beautiful moment. Uh, really special. Um, quick question. It was cold though. If people were to want to see I like the, the shots. just alligator i've ever seen where what film would they check out to see they these would check out skinwalker colon howl of the rougarou oh that sounds like a good one yeah it sounds so good the title sounds so good that i feel like we should make a sequel to it that would come out in 2023 what do you think mark rise of skinwalker rise <laughs> <laughs> did i just do something that might, you might have. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, that moment was really special. There was, uh, in particular, so the Washington trip was obviously filled with amazing moments. Mm -hmm. But uh, one of my favorite, if not my favorite, was walking on to Rialto Beach, mm. um, which I uh, lovingly refer to as Skull Island. Yeah. That's what it felt like. Uh, and again, sunsetting. Uh, Rialto Beach, absolutely beautiful. And then the uh, other is probably um, is probably the uh, Rocky Mountain. What's that highway called? The one that goes up the Rocky Mountain. When we were filming Night Visitors, we were yeah. in the Rockies, and we got to take that highway that goes up, take all the way up into the up yeah. into the mountains, up to. It's part of Rocky Mountain National right. Park. It's it's a famous road. I can't remember Ridge something oh. Ridge. Highway. There's two like major highways there that run through the park. They call them highways. They're just roads. But that's the one that we took, and it was really beautiful. And we um, got to go all the way to twelve thousand feet. Twelve thousand. Yeah, Something twelve thousand like feet. Um, so that was pretty cool because it's apparently like the tallest road you can drive. Oh wow! In in the yeah, that's US. up there. Yeah, my goodness. And we got to see some fourteeners. Some of the 14, the famous 14ers, which you didn't even know what they were. Yeah, I didn't what know 14? what 14ers were. Mm -hmm. But when I was talking to people from Colorado, they would, I mean, it, context clues, I figured out that they mm. were mountains. But, um, yeah, they were like, we've got a few 14ers around here. I'm like, wow, that's that's native lingo. Yeah. I'm learning right now. You're like, tell me more. <laughs> tell me more about these 14ers. <laughs> but my, yeah, I guess those are my favorite. So moments. Colorado, Washington, and Louisiana. And I saw a Bigfoot. And a Bigfoot. Um, which, hey, allow me to ask you a question now. Okay. Mark, what's your <laughs> What was your favorite moment of the year? Favorite STM moment. Wow. Um, you can have up to three. Oh, really? You can That's have four. allowable. Go to four. <laughs> I heard Seth said it. Well, I think, yeah, good. Good, good. The Pacific Northwest expedition mm -hmm. was exceedingly memorable i think the um the stm moment of that of course that sticks in my mind is the the couple of trips down that hill side to go see the nests and being there at the nest site itself um i think that the day of and i i fell i mean I, the bottom line is i fell right on my we butt and i was oh. just sitting there thinking did i just like mm -hmm. ruin this entire experience mm -hmm. by like breaking my tailbone yeah moments yeah. before i go to the actual site of these nests <laughs> i came you all the way out here <laughs> and i broke my butt <laughs> but no everything was fine and just being able to be at the um the property up behind the Bigfoot barn for the Olympic project, um, taking the, the gator up the side of the hill, the side-by-side -side going up there, and tied in with that, then uh, kayaking on Lake Crescent. That was uh, very memorable as well. And I think then also, that I'll count those as like two or three, memorable moments, I yeah. suppose. And um, 
That that was that was the big one along with the release of the second book mm-hmm. was pretty meaningful as well. And to get some feedback on that was cool. People love that book. I don't think we even told you about this, but at CryptidCon, <clears throat> we took a case of the books because mm-hmm. we had, and we sold probably like 20. Like no people, kidding. And we were, yeah, 50, 50 bucks a book. So they're not cheap. And mm-hmm. we, we had, yeah, we went through at least 20. Mm-hmm. I think, I think it, there's like 30 in a case and the case was almost empty. Yeah. Um, and people, what would sell it was they would just look at it. Like mm-hmm. you yeah. would be like, you'd hand, they looked at the book and then yeah. that's like, they wanted that book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they saw Mark Matsky's name on it. They just were plunking down money. Like, <laughs> yeah. whoa, give me that. <laughs> what It is cool. Um, <clears throat> I've seen a lot of, allow me to bring it back to me. <laughs> I've seen a lot of people, I've seen a lot of people um, like display the book, um, but they're big fans of having, it's a really cool item to have us all sign. But a right. lot of the people at the event were like, is Mark here? Because they wanted to have they wanted to have you sign yeah. sign the book. So at some point, you're probably going to bump into a bunch of people having you sign that. Yeah. But you've already signed some copies. I've it. signed a few copies. Yeah. Yes, we're just trying to heighten the collectible value yeah. by <laughs> holding out you can for a number while. Next to your name, yeah. you can just <laughs> right. have just a specific number. You're only going to sign fifty of them. One of ten. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the thing I love about that book now, in retrospect, is how personal it is. Mm-hmm. And by that, I I don't just mean my section, but it really is the combined memories of the entire crew mm-hmm. and people who have worked with us. It's more, you know, the first book is historical in nature and this one is more personal. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool to see everybody pool their memories and put them in sort of a chronological order. That's what that book was all about. Mm-hmm. It's a wonderful book. It is like we're going to do and there's a future for books with SDM. Where it's been a weird year. Yeah. We might talk about that at some point on this show. Oh, um, what's your <laughs> what's your favorite memory of 2021? I forgot Weave. what year. It was. <laughs> you know, that year. Yeah. yeah. That year threw me off for a second. Um, SDM, not your life. I don't really. You don't really care. No. Yeah. Got it. Sorry. Awesome. It's my I life. do. Oh, yeah. Right. See? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> anyway. Now, um, you didn't do the accent. Can you go back and I no? would rather not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, well, boy, it would be hard to beat Colorado mm. going up into the mountains um, because it was just beautiful up Is there. That the f- oh, you've been out to Colorado. So this was yes, your second time. But mm-hmm. I had never been to the mountains. Okay. I've been to Boulder at yeah. the foot of the mountain, right. mm. but never up into the mountains. So that was really exciting. That was the case for me too with, with the Rockies. Cause mm-hmm. just to bring it back to me. Yeah. Back in no 20, problem. 2016, I was out in Colorado and I too only made it to Boulder, but we yeah. drove, we actually drove, what was the town? Nederland. Yeah. Nederland. We Ooh, driven, yes. Jim Harold and I, we've talked about this on his show, but Jim Harold and I took a harrowing taxi ride from Boulder out to Nederland <laughs> And then that was at, at that lake that's right in Nederland. Mm-hmm. I saw the Rockies in the distance and we turned around and went back to Boulder. And yeah. that's the closest I got to the Rockies. Just kind of waved at it mm-hmm. and moved on. Yeah. Yeah, that was probably probably the best was just to be able to go up into the mountains. And the I don't know what the road was called. You the the road that we took that was outside of Boulder that had the can like that's you, Boulder Canyon, Boulder Canyon. It was yeah. like, it has canyons yeah. on both sides. <laughs> and it's in Boulder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey man. Uh, that was my first time on that road and that was gorgeous. That was just amazing. Yeah. And we found a really cool, what was the Boulder falls or whatever the, I mean, fall. after a while we found we it. We found it, it after did. circling <laughs> multiple times. Yeah. We weren't very creative. Naming things out there. Boulder Where Falls. There's Boulder, Boulder, Falls. Boulder Falls. There's Boulder, Boulder River. Yeah. It is. In the Boulder Forest. Come on. Well, Boulder, anyway. Boulder Lake. Yeah. Yeah. Boulder. 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 <laughs> the famed Boulder Boulder. Yeah. Um, so that would be it. But um, I was also really excited to meet Ellie. This year, because yeah. that's still happening. I mean, it doesn't feel like that was no. this year, but yeah. it was to meet Ellie for the first time. Yeah, and second and third and whatever. I've met her a handful of times mm. since then, but right, she was somebody that I was looking forward to meeting, and um, 
finally got to. So that was neat. That was like a big part of my year of SDM was meeting Ellie. Was <laughs> no, I've met her. <laughs> I know Ellie. I know Ellie. <laughs> I've, I've, I'm familiar. Yeah, um, she's full PhD now. Yes, by the way. Yeah. I think yeah. we should shout that uh, out here. Yes, Doctor Mothman. I think she said she wanted to be called. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> And her, her, she made her committee. Her thesis, thesis was her dissertation her. was about legend migration using Mothman. I think is mm, the uh, yes. point <clears throat> of interest. It's funny. I was watching on the trail of UFO season one today because I was mm-hmm. doing some editing on Night Visitors, and I was hearkening back to some stuff from that. And I forgot she was in. Like I forgot she was in it as much as she was. Yeah. Like because especially in that seventh episode, which is what I was the episode I was on. And even like her interview, she was with us out in L.A. Like mm-hmm. I kind of forget about that whole section of the filming, but yeah. it's funny. She's been a part of STM now since 2017. She might correct me on that, but I think it was 2017 is when her and I first met. Mm-hmm. And then we hit it off and she's been a part of the, the crew. Well, that's where I was going with my comment. It's just like I this we say this every year. But I don't think unless you're a part of the crew <clears throat> or like the STM group, you understand what it means. But STM this year, more than ever, was like family to me. And and even like especially with trips out to Minerva and all the shoots and all this kind of stuff, just the camaraderie was really strong this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... And then people from people who haven't necessarily been a part of that coming in from the outside was pretty cool too. Cause um, there's people now who I would consider part of that who weren't a year ago, just cause Mm -hmm. they've been like Mike. Okay. So Mike Ann, it's like someone who like he, he did the hike. He, uh, I know that was a year ago, over a year ago, but like it was a long time ago, but he's, (laughs) I think he's grown into being like part of the Mm -hmm. family. Alex and Eli have definitely, graduated into the ranks alex has always been but like yeah this year a little bit more because we were i think we were around alex more this year it feels like i that reminds me that this was the first time i got to meet alex as well Mm -hmm. um knowing he's been a part of things for a while he just because of where he lives and stuff meeting alex and less yeah as well less is a big that was one i was going to point to as well because less was part of a lot of stuff this year. Mm-hmm. He was part of Dark Sky. He was part of hauntings. the haunting mm-hmm. shoots. Um, he was part of the uh, Bigfoot project. Yeah. So less. Yeah. Less. Did that start with Mothman? <coughs> the um, yeah, Mothman Legacy. Yeah. So yeah, actually, at this point, he's probably moving up the ranks of like, and he's been on two episodes of Lore. You know. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert: There's an episode. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was just uh, <clears throat> that that kind of like and oh, Andy's moved into the offices. Mm-hmm. He not moved in, but he <laughs> he works here now. Uh, yeah. So he's moved up the ranks a little bit. We're, we're, we're you know we don't want him to get a big head, but he's moved moved up the ranks some. But uh-huh. a, anyway, the point I was just making is I had a really a huge appreciation for the STM crew, the STM family this year that and it changed over the course of the year but as far as like how like that appreciation grew over hmm. the course of the year but mm-hmm. i think more than any other year this year it was really obvious to me mm-hmm. what mark watching that how's it, what is it like from your point of view the family the family <laughs> well it's uh, are it, you like vin diesel and this is fast and furious <laughs> Um, yeah, that's the I'm analogy I was thinking <laughs> of. That's just shocking. I, I feel like I got my mind read. <clears throat> no, it, it, you know, having the uh, sort of a long view look at this, it has been really satisfying, I guess, to see people that you have thought of as experts or researchers or people whose work you're interested in Mm -hmm. how that evolves over time especially as they get involved in projects and they become um, acquaintances and then very quickly it becomes you know you're friends with them you're sharing meals and experiences with them and I think that was where that hit home for me particularly this year is 
coming down for the Beyond the Trail shoot yeah. with Alex and Eli mm-hmm. and just getting out of the car. And as every, like a lot of people were there for that, including yeah. those two. Yeah. And it felt like it, the easiest way I can explain it is that those two guys, it felt like they belonged here. Mm-hmm. Not like they were visiting. Mm-hmm. Right. But like, okay, now they're here with us, which is where they really belong. That was a right. cool feeling. Yeah. And that only intensified as things went on, you know, throughout mm-hmm. that that shoot and in the succeeding experiences. I know like the various conferences that they've been at. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the STM gang is together mm-hmm. at those times. It's really cool. Yeah. Um. Okay, I uh, can I ask a question for the show? Uh, of course. Okay, we've released a crap ton of stuff. We've released, <laughs> we technically yeah. released six movies this year. If you look at 1090, the movies that 1091 released, it's six feature-length documentary titles, starting with their re-release of Mark of the Bell Witch. Mm. Then we've got who knows how many hours of Beyond the Trail and Bigfoot Project that have gone up. And then we have... I think we might forget that Paranormal Unexplained was during this this year, <laughs> right. or this past year, and then uh, the lore you know, mm-hmm. Monstropolis. There were haunting sh- stuff. Squadcast. Oh my gosh! Yeah. yeah, yeah. On the trail of hauntings it was over the course of this year. So, what was your favorite thing we put out? What were your five favorite things that we put out <laughs> this, this year? Well. Uh, it's so dumb because everybody knows what I'm going to say. But the, the number one favorite is on the trail of Bigfoot, the discovery. But I will move quickly past that and then say that the next thing, like as an, an entity that I would say that I love is um, beyond the trail. Mm-hmm. I just I personally look forward to those just watching them, even though I've yeah. gotten to see a couple of them ahead of time. But there's something about that series that, and I think this is what people resonate with, is it really captures the adventuring element to what Alex and Eli do. Mm. You know, it's not just we're we're talking to this or that person, but it shows them having fun typically on mm. these shoots and getting to know people and, of course, all the camping and the gear, which yeah. is kind of fun to live vicariously through that. And I just like to, I love to, watch the progression of that. And they go to all these places that anyone would also love to go, you know, right. Bluff Creek and, and Adirondacks, everything, just everywhere that they've been. And I think um, that helped me to have a new appreciation for what they did when they came here and they, yeah. we shot the Minerva at episode at the end of all of that other stuff. Right. I was, are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, they were able to be coherent at the end of that mm-hmm. was impressive they're about to leave on sunday i don't i don't know if you knew this they leave on sunday for their florida slash oh. south expedition mm-hmm. really five episodes they're filming <laughs> Two, almost three weeks is that the yeah. length of this because it's gonna be whipped yeah they're gonna be dead by the time they're done but hopefully not literally I haven't, si- I haven't yeah. signed a waiver yet but um <laughs> they <laughs> <laughs> they uh were we're ramping up the schedule of that show. That show's gonna come out twice a month. So we're going we're going mm-hmm. up to twice a month now going forward. So they yeah, they're about to go embark on their mm-hmm. next big chapter of Beyond the Trail. It's only gonna it's get wild. crazier from here, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would also say uh, Bigfoot Project is really cool because it sprang from experience mm. instead of let's go do the Bigfoot project. And here's right. like what the five episodes are going to be about. This is all like a reaction to what's happening. And that's mm-hmm. what I think that'd be my rejoinder to the hoax yeah. element is that that's not what this is at all. It's reacting to things that are happening mm-hmm. instead of imposing a viewpoint on a place or a, a set of experiences. So mm-hmm. to kind of know what's going on with that, I think is really cool. And then, um, I would be remiss if I didn't say the lore you know is a really exciting development. And I know it's something that people very close to me um, watch like uh, with great devotion and will tell me about after they've watched it. So that's (laughs) that ties in a little bit with uh, upcoming episode actually of lore. So all kinds of good stuff happening. But um 
Yeah, at the at the very top is is absolutely the opportunity to put the spotlight on Olympic project and the way that it was done. Um, love it. And I'm so what's gratifying about that is how well that it's done, yeah. that the audience that it's found has mm-hmm. gotten to see what we've seen. It's cool. But you. <clears throat> so I was just, as Mark was talking, I was trying to think of the movies that actually came out in it's, 2021 yeah, because so. it's hard to keep this straight versus what we're working on for 2022 and now talking about Do 2023. Yes, them? please run it's down the them. Mark of the Bell Witch was the first of the year. Well, technically, I mean, it was a re-release, it was a, but yeah, it's a re-release. It went wide anyway. Yeah. So Mark of the Bell Witch, and then on the trail of Bigfoot, the journey, right, and then on the trail of UFOs, Dark Sky. Oh, Dark then, Sky was this year. Yeah, and then <laughs> Skinwalker, The Howl of the Rougarou. Yeah. On the trail of Bigfoot, The Discovery, and then on the trail of Lake Michigan Monster. Okay. I for Okay. So the <laughs> yeah. Dark Sky thing really threw me because, yeah. I mean, I know we always film stuff ahead of time. Obviously, it's yeah. not necessarily the year that it is released, but that seems like so long ago. Um, obviously, my favorite is Rougarou because mm-hmm. that's my baby, mm-hmm. I feel like. Um, and it's... It is our most successful legend movie in three years since since May of 2019. Awesome. Terror in the Skies. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I really, that's that's my favorite. Um, just in general because of how much I put myself into it mm-hmm. for the research and then talking to all those people and making some friends and well, stuff. Well, we've talked about it on the show too, but the yeah. fact that there's even a Skinwalker colon how the Rigoro movie at all. It's because of Heather, because it just, it was the craziest year we've had at STM. And that was one of those ones where it had, we were, we had fallen, <clears throat> I mean, just to be frank and open about it, we fell behind schedule this year pretty badly. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of the summer, we were dealing with trying to edit. I was editing movie after movie, literally mm-hmm. like I actually with Skinwalker, I had started editing it while still finishing Dark Sky. Mm-hmm. So I was wrapping up Dark Sky and editing starting to edit Rougarou. Right. And then we were filming recreations on the weekends in between editing. I would, we'd shoot a, a recreation and I'd be in here the next day editing the recreations mm-hmm. into the movie. And it was, it was chaotic. Like it super was chaotic. Chaotic. Yeah. But it's, it's a, it's impressive that we were able to pull that movie off. And most of that is because of mm-hmm. your, yeah, the work you did on it. Thanks. And yeah. it stands as a, a real um, historical document now because mm-hmm. of the storm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With Homa, right? Yeah, it's it was in Homa. Got, uh, all, all of you were area, telling me Homa. a lot of those buildings that we filmed are gone. <clears throat> yeah. So I've been in touch with the witnesses that were in the, in the film. And first of all, the, I, I guess the uh, place where you guys stayed is not there anymore Whew. from what I understand. Yeah, I um, and some of the, there's a big brick building that is the red, Beautiful red brick building. Yeah, right, right um, I'm pretty sure. I think that Christy said like half of that is gone. It just crumbled. Um, See, I would think that Cocodry and all that area out out uh, Bayou Sally Road, I would assume that's all gone because I don't know how. Now, the yeah. only thing about that is there was a little grocery store down the road. Mm-hmm. And there, I think I sent you a story that was done by like PBS or some huge, yeah. some, some huge media outlet covered... Mm-hmm. The fact that that grocery store, which has been there for like 200 years, is still standing somehow. Hmm. Wow. It was hit hard. Yeah. Yeah. There's stuff missing, but it's still there. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but I would assume those areas out. Yeah. It looks different now. And um, that was something because Rougarou came out after the hurricane hit. Mm -hmm. So I had also gotten feedback from some of those people that they were, you know, it was emotional for them just to see it as it was prior to the hurricane. Um, not even a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that hurricane just happened this fall. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that would be my favorite. I, I dark sky as well. I mean, I like dark sky, but again, it's the same thing where the personal connection to the people that were involved. Um, so yeah. And also I wish that I had been able to meet Susan Shepard. Yeah. As a thing. Yeah. Like that would have been amazing. She was somebody that I really looked up to. Yeah. So I'm glad that, we have her in dark sky mm-hmm. that hit hard. Uh, her death hit hard in a strange, not just because of my mom having mm-hmm. cancer, but like it was just something yeah. I didn't expect it because she had talked 
she was so positive. She had actually messaged me about my mom mm-hmm. and, and she was like, you know, like telling me how I understand now why she talked that way, but you don't, mm-hmm. until you've experienced it, you don't understand why yeah. I thought she was doing good. And she was like, going to come out the other side. But that's mm-hmm. like that positive mental yeah. attitude will help a lot. But yeah, it was shocking when I found out she had passed. Yeah. Um, as far as the look of the projects, I think discovery just blows everything out of the water as far as that goes. And that would be the way that, I mean, I don't know how you could top that. I'm thinking the next thing would be Alaska. Oh, that's the only way. I, I literally just because of the a BC the, boat trip might be a good, mm-hmm. one. you know, British Columbia boat trip might, you also. know, I mean, if that that's who knows, that's crazy talk. It's <laughs> wild. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, that it's just it's outstanding. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, you said you you know just because of well, your personal okay. connection to the witnesses. Yeah. But like, we make the movies, so you're not going to remove yourself from that equation. I mm. I watched Momo the other day. Mm-hmm. Not to jump jump off on something else entirely, but Tommy has been rewatching all of our movies he's obsessed with the flatwoods monster yeah he watches it constantly watch it over and over and over again yeah but he wanted to watch momo and so we watched momo and uh man that was a good movie (laughs) 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 it's like weird to watch it now yeah separated from it not watching it with like the critical eye that Mm -hmm. i do when it's done and i'm like how has this not found like a huge cult following because it is a good movie i don't even care like remove me from from having any involvement in it i i would personally enjoy that movie if i was if i just found it on tv i'd be like how did i not know about this before Mm -hmm. but um Anyway, the point I was making is you can't remove yourself from the equation. Yeah. Like it maybe a couple of years later you might be able to, but your personal connection is going to inform what, mm-hmm. what you like the most, which is yeah. why my favorite of the year is the Bigfoot Project. Right. Because it's me and Tom. Tommy's in every episode mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. So it's, and it's also been nice. I haven't actually rewatched the first episode, but I've rewatched both episode two and episode three. It is nice that, it's a very personal project where <clears throat> I'm I'm filming it, Tommy's in it, mm-hmm. we're going out and doing stuff with friends, but I'm not editing it. So right. when I watch it, it's like a whole new experience for me despite living it. And Eli does, I told him the other day, he has such a, his storytelling knack is like, it's, it's really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is really like strong. I don't even know that he connects what he does necessarily with, specifically his storytelling but his his knack for telling a story is really really strong and he did things with that third episode where he like harkens back to something that he had shown a few minutes earlier have you watched the third episode yet Uh, i think you said you hadn't no the new one yeah i know there yeah there's some moments in there that were really cool but it's bigfoot project just because tommy's in it you're in it you're in it it's Mm -hmm. like all all the people i love andy's in it all the people I like too. Uh, <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> but I I love that about it, and it's also a weird document of what has been a very or what was a very tumultuous year, mm-hmm. and some of the best moments in in the midst of like all that chaos. Um, wasn't twenty twenty one also the year that Tommy got to be on a film shoot? Wasn't is like when Alex and Eli showed up for Beyond the Trail? Wasn't that, that was, one of his first that was times? Probably to technically the the first time he was there while it was being filmed and mm-hmm. he was a part of that, that yeah. I can think of. You look like you're searching. Well, I was just thinking uh, Bell Witch. Bell Witch would be another. Mm. He was on yeah. set a few times when was we were he? filming. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Bell Witch would be the other. Um, <laughs> but it's Bigfoot Project. It's, uh, I would actually rank Journey above Discovery for me because the, uh, well, again, it's just like personal connection to yeah. it. Um that movie meant a lot to me just in, well, really that's like a document of what I'm talking about with like SDM being a family. Cause it's like, you know, it's all about that camaraderie of being together on that shoot and yeah. what we're doing and being out in the woods and that Mount Hadley climb yeah. is like, is like one of the big moments of that whole thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know what else discovery is up there and, and, uh, and I like Monsteropolis. 
I'm gonna put yeah, one. You're gonna throw that gotta, out there. I gotta, well, I gotta go back. This is my chance to give Andy a little pat on the back because I do. When I watch Monsteropolis now with Andy editing it, it's almost like a. It's a completely different experience because, like, he does things that are very interesting mm-hmm. and show us. Uh, his own, like I was talking about Eli's sense of storytelling. Andy's got that as well. It's a visual. It's more visual with this because it's not like he can do anything specifically with us just telling these stories. Mm. But like he has a good eye for like comedy specifically, mm. um, which I would assume some of that might have come from working a little bit with Aaron. But um, it's just it's it's fun to watch. That's my stomach growling. Uh, <laughs> it's fun to watch. uh Andy work on Monsteropolis. And then when I see episodes, I'll watch episodes of it just because it's, I'm interested to see what he does with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Squadcast is something else that I've enjoyed doing. We did a really fun episode out at the cabin. We did, um, we did an episode with Brandon here at the office where we talked about his music and stuff. That was kind of fun. Right. There's, there's been some really cool episodes of Squadcast. And then I do have to give a special mention to the West Virginia haunting shoot. The, um, what's that house called? Heyman house, the Heyman house episode. Um, not just, I, the, the episode's good. Santino did a good, good job on editing that episode, but that experience was one of my favorite shoots of the year. And I kind of forget it happened this yeah. year, but it like specifically being in that house with Les, I, I <laughs> Les and I sat on the porch of that house and talked about our moms yeah. on the one day. And this year I've had three or four really profound conversations with colleagues or, you know, friends mm-hmm. or whatever about our moms. So the other mm-hmm. one was with, um, uh, Derek Randall's and, oh, um, wow. Derek Randall's and who else was at the cabin that day? David Ellis was there. Oh, it was just us three. It was us three sitting at the at the bar in in the Bigfoot barn, um, <laughs> talking about our moms while Derek was blasting Elton John music. <laughs> oh, Elton John music. Yeah, yeah. And that was, the, but I, those are those are. Mark and I had some really good conversations mm-hmm. out at the cabin too. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's for me. That's the. When I, I, that will be my biggest takeaway from this year is just camaraderie amongst the the crew and the conversations we have and the stuff we do when the cameras aren't rolling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that comes across a lot. I've seen people, I mean, comment on how it seems like we are family. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you call me your brother now. That's true. Yeah, she gave me a very well, she gave me a slightly profane. <laughs> Uh, uh, Christmas gift. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That, where she refers to herself as my sister. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I would tell you, but it'd get the video removed or we'd yeah. be. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it get just flagged. tells him to drive carefully. Yeah. It's a keychain. It is. Drive <laughs> carefully. Yeah. Drive carefully. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I've taken a calling Andy my son. I mean, that's, oh, that's, that's how close wow. wow. it how does that gets. How you feel? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> it's mutual. I love it. Hmm. Makes me feel weird about <laughs> calling Tommy. I call Tommy my son. So it's wild. Wow. It's crazy. SM is a family. <laughs> it's a family of families. Yeah. What it's else true. do we talk about on this show? Should we talk about what we got coming up in this year? Is there more from this past year that we should address? No? Yes, no. I have a top book to talk about. Yeah. Ooh, you want to talk books the, real the quick? Trail of yeah. Companions? No, yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> Here's my 20 minutes <laughs> lifting the veil. Uh, no, there's two books I just want to shout out really quick. And the first was called Abandoned by our yeah. pal, Larry Beans Baxter. Mm-hmm. That was really, oh, it's behind me. Yeah, yeah. I, I double checked in the parking lot before coming up here. It was released in March. <laughs> of 2021 there it is i loved it i really enjoyed that book i like the structure of it where he goes um he alternates chapters between his experience and going on site to various places in alaska and then writing fictionalized accounts of things that may have happened in the past i really enjoyed that approach it um took me back to like the books that got me interested in this subject in the first place. Mm-hmm. And then the second book was the um, Skinwalkers in the Pentagon, ah. 
which was, uh, I ripped through that book so fast because it was just, you know, STM in a sense to the core. And my very, it's a very Monsteropolis book in mm-hmm. the sense that it's everything thrown into one pot. And uh, yeah, yeah, tying together both Skinwalker Ranch, cryptids, mm-hmm. and what the government knows about UFOs. It was like, it touched huh. on so much of what, STM has done over the past year. Skinwalkers colon in the Pentagon. In the Pentagon, I would have been yeah. remiss if I didn't right. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, just uh, that follow-up of sorts to Knapp's and Kelleher's book uh, with the addition of a couple other contributors. Mm-hmm. And it just, it, you know, I don't know. You, you do this after a while and not much creeps you out, really. Mm-hmm. But that that book, the original Hunt for the Skinwalker and then Skinwalkers in the Pentagon, there was a creepy factor to it that I appreciated that it, something could still make me feel uneasy. <laughs> and it was the part about every, you know, all these people who have been out to Skinwalker Ranch, even if it was just for one day, mm-hmm. had something follow them home. Yeah. And that's the part I don't like. That's <laughs> the part that gets under my skin, pun unintended. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, good stuff. Good, some good releases this year. I'm gonna check that one out. I've heard people talk about mm-hmm. it. But... Uh, yes. Who? Oh, the Northwoods book. That oh, was way that, at the beginning was, of the yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very. That was a really fun book. Yeah. What's the full title? Do you recall? It's a mysterious. The mysterious North. Northwoods is, North is in the. Is title, it? yeah. And it's Mysterious Northwoods, it's I think. Robert and Paul Bartholomew, yeah. yeah. That one's not in here. but Very dense book, just just case after case presented. Mm-hmm. And I remember I actually used that as a source for um, the, the journey section of the book mm-hmm. as, to kind of get a sense for continued sightings around Whitehall because mm-hmm. it takes it right up to like last year. Yeah, that's how recent stuff is in that book. Yeah, I was trying to find. I wanted to find like Bigfoot evidence or something from this year that would like that stood out to me, and I got nothing. So like, that's why that whole section of the show slipped my mind. I can't think of a single video, a finding. I got. I have nothing. Well, like the NAWAC has been quiet this year. Uh, even the Olympic project has been quiet as far as like new stuff that, that they've come out with. What? Well, I mean, on a personal uh, note, to make a joke. No, I'm <laughs> not. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about other organizations and stuff, but on a personal note, it was 2021 whenever you found a track. Okay. So, so that's like really, maybe, cool. maybe it's just, maybe <laughs> it's know. just that I'm trying to bring it back around to me. Yeah. But <laughs> I was helping you out here. I did want to say that as strange as it might sound, and I know that there's a lot of like YouTube channels that claim to be doing this, but is there anyone in one location having actual documented activity on the scale that we've caught out at, at the property? Like I can't think of anything in, no. in that in itself might make Bigfoot project a little, a little special, a little special something. Yeah, well, I mean, it's unusually vulnerable in the sense, this is what I mean, you're putting, we're putting things out there as they happen. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think a lot of these other groups and some of whom, you know, we have utmost respect for, yeah. tends to circle the wagons as far as evidence goes. Mm-hmm. You know, they want to, they don't want to put it out there because they don't want to deal with all of the naysayers coming at them immediately, mm-hmm. telling them that they can't have found what they found. Mm-hmm. Um, Whereas we love the naysayers. We, yeah, Co- we comment, live on it. Please yeah. honestly comment. It's like all, jet all fuel. the negativity you want, throw it in there. Cause it really helps our algorithm and we show <laughs> up all over YouTube. So keep it coming. Yeah. Yeah. But I, you know, when they're, when your concern is like a super serious monograph mm-hmm. or compiling data to hand off to a, uh, a scientific group someday, mm-hmm. then of course you're going to approach that differently. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think to answer your question, if there are other findings taking place, I think for the most part, 
those are being kept close to the vest. Mm-hmm. And for probably very sound reasons. I was going to say, yeah. it's a good, the reasons work. Mm-hmm. And they're, yeah. good, they're good reasons. The best stuff happening in Bigfoot is typically not seen by anyone else. It's, it's happening, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, with, with the NAWAC, they were quiet for years before Brian Brown started doing the Bigfoot project. Yeah. And then it became a public, right. you know, it came out in the public. I do know that I think it's, I don't know how long this has been the case, but I am very excited about the people that are actively involved in the NAWAC. Right mm-hmm. now. I say this as someone who's a part of the group, just full disclaimer, but Matt Pruitt being on the board and, you know, like Mike Mays and those kind of guys, they, there's some really awesome people that are involved in that organization mm-hmm. and i'm excited about that um but it was a quiet year as far as like other people mm-hmm. putting out stuff that i got excited about right yeah there was one case this is on the washington bigfoot facebook page mm-hmm. but there was a track line found and i just i love this because of the location first of all mm-hmm. but just northeast of mount st helens mm-hmm. there oh, was nice. a track line found out toward a place called Ryan Lake. And there were huge tracks. I mean, they're 21 and a half inches that this uh, lady saw as she was driving by. I mean, they're that big. She was like, (laughs) it grabbed her attention. She got out, took a lot of pictures, measured them very carefully. I don't think she casted any, but, um, you know, they were, as we've found, and these were very clearly like, there was no debris around them. They were in like either mud or some type of ground that created wonderful prints. And she looked around. There seemed to be no evidence of hoaxing. Be... So anyway, I mean, that's as close as it got. And I, I always like, I don't know. I think, I think Cliff Berrickman has gone on record and saying his favorite type of evidence is the, the footprints, the tracks. Because it's something that you can measure as the videos are hard to use as quote unquote evidence, but a track, something made that track. Mm-hmm. It's just, the question is what, right. what is it? Right. What made those? Um, <clears throat> we're running out of time, but I would be remiss if I did not mention what we have coming in 2022. Yeah. Yep. So I had a hard time with that because it's the beginning of 2022 and Heather and I just had a meeting the other day and nailed down our 2023 roster. Yeah. So, yeah. so I'm always a little yeah. confused about what's happening. Yeah. Where are we on yeah. the timeline? Yeah. Yes. Uh, so movie wise, I think that's pretty well known at this point. Night Visitors is coming out like April 5th. We already have release dates for everything, by the way, all the way through the end of the year. Although we got to sl- we got to sl- tweak one or tweak two. the Jersey Devil one. Mm-hmm. Um. So uh, on the trail of UFOs, night visitors, we have big plans for on the trail of UFOs, but it's gonna it's gonna change from the film format and probably go to YouTube after this particular release. So go watch mm-hmm. this movie because it's probably the last time we're releasing a on the trail of UFOs movie. Mm-hmm. Um, on the trail of UFOs, night visitors, and then that'll be followed up by American Werewolves. We've already shot three, four of the three, of the, four of the interviews, four, four of the interviews for that, and it's a really cool look. I'm very excited about this one mm-hmm. um and it, it's not necessarily like anything else we've done either yeah i mean it is and it's not you'll see what i mean it's kind of an anthology movie but i'm excited about that um jersey devil which is called <laughs> called i've been getting misty um <laughs> it's called uh bloodlines because we love our colons here <laughs> please cut that cut yeah. that uh, bloodlines healthy <laughs> colons. <laughs> Our bloodlines oh, colon, the Jersey Devil curse, uh, and then that will be followed up in November, I think, by uh, on the trail of Bigfoot: The Last Frontier. We will be filming at least like we we still have to shoot three of these movies that are coming out this year. But we also have it on our schedule. That we're going to film three of next year's movies this mm-hmm. year. So we're looking at filming three feature films. And one of one of the shoots is going to be a two week long. Two of the shoots are going to be two week long. Because we got to do Jersey yeah. Devil's doc, sh- doc shoot still. Plus the recreation shoot still. And we're running the cabin and all that stuff for that for a whole week. So that's going to be a whole week shoot for the recreations. And then um, 14 days for the Alaska trek. And then 
There's a lot of filming. Anyway, yeah. we have all that. And then YouTube, we have um, Beyond the Trail going mm-hmm. twice monthly. Mm-hmm. We have uh, the Bigfoot Project, and we have things happening with Bigfoot Project. Bigfoot Project isn't going to say, stay constrained to just the cabin. Right. Um, we'll be we'll be heading out into other areas, maybe even other states. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing I want to do with that is once I get my Jeep <laughs> and I've got my tent, uh, my rooftop tent, I want to go to locations around Minerva where people are claiming activity and stay on those locations mm-hmm. as well, at those locations. I think that would be really cool to do. Mm-hmm. So uh, and so that's the two big ones that everyone's aware of. What we haven't really talked about on the show much is on the trail of Bigfoot the Ridge, mm-hmm. which is going to be, as, I guess, kind of a, a pseudo-sequel to Invasion on Chestnut Ridge while also being firmly in the On the Trail of Bigfoot camp. So mm-hmm. it's a little different. Speaking of uh, Invasion on Chestnut Ridge sequels, stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So those are the three like head- headliners, I think, for the YouTube. But beyond that, uh, The Lore You Know will continue. Uh, Monstropolis will continue. We have another show that's supposed to launch eventually here called Digital Legends. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there will probably be more coming. So yep. um, maybe even, dare I say, on the trail of... Legends, <laughs> maybe, maybe <laughs> you never know. Perhaps uh, you never know what we're gonna do. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, we got a lot of stuff coming out this year. So, uh, if you're a fan, please back the Kickstarter for the love of God. Yeah, we need you so much. Yeah. We're, tr- we're trying to do so many things, mm-hmm. and if you're a fan. You can also get a lot of free stuff when you back the Kickstarter. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. Uh, 2021, the year that was. Very top. There's a lot of top. Yeah. So much top. <laughs> that's all I got. All right. Yeah. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye. Goodbye.